the Rebbe said that the purpose of girls' education is not academics, but rather the goal is to teach girls to become the foundations of the Jewish home. What is the Rebbe's directive for the goal of boys' education? What does the Rebbe want boys to come home to become today? Basically, the same thing the Rebbe said about girls applies for boys. You see, in the secular world, education is strictly about information, what they call the three R's, to prepare people to be able to, to survive in the adult world and to make a living. The Rebbe was deeply disturbed by that phenomena, and the Rebbe felt that education, schooling, is not just about giving us skills, it's about teaching us how to be people. People who have respect, have honor, have responsibility, have conscience, have loyalty, have a good work ethic. Which is why the Rebbe felt so strongly that it's very important that children should have God in their life because God is the basis for all of these qualities. What that means is God is the basis for all of these qualities not only because it's good for me but because it's right. So even for non-Jews Education is not about information. It's always about making mention, making people. And of course, this is the same is true for Jewish boys and for Jewish girls. In, in the Jewish world, in the from world, in the Orthodox world, you have different communities with different schools. Some schools place almost all the emphasis on scholastics, on, on intellectual aptitude and development. Other schools mix it up a little bit and they place a considerable emphasis on learning, but a certain emphasis also on Yiddish Shamayim and Midas Tevis. I would argue that in Hasidic schools, the mix is the most complex, meaning in a Hasidic school, boys or girls, the balance between academic excellent and scholastic aptitude and the need to develop emuna and Avaz Hashem and Yiddish Hashem and Midas Tevis and Yiddish Shamayim in terms of practicing mitzvahs, the the uh, the balance is is very different. We consider raising good Jews a far greater value than raising raising an educated Jew, an academically educated Jew. But here's the catch. The catch is to say it in one sentence: What do I need to do to get from point A to point B? What do I need to do to achieve that end? And the fact is, it was always true, and it's particularly true now. That to get from point A to point B, the kids have to learn. Um, girls' education, I'm reading the words, uh, girls' education is not academics, but rather girls teach girls to become the foundation of a Jewish home. Um, I guess boys' education is not academics, but the goal is to become the light of the Jewish home, the leader of the Jewish home, whatever word you want to use. Um, but it's also the same thing. It's never about learning alone. But learning is very important. And learning is very important for boys, and learning is very important for girls. I mean, we all know how the Rebbe spoke about girls learning Gemara. And people are so ambivalent, people are so unsure, people can't make up their mind what does the Rebbe mean, and how much does he mean it, and so on and so forth. The Rebbe means it very simply as follows. If we, a person lives in this society, in the modern society, and they're not particularly intellectual, not everybody's intellectual, they're not particularly intellectual, so they're not curious about worldly things, and they're not excited about new inventions and new discoveries. 
for such a person, knowledge in general is not that important. Lahavdal, Torah knowledge and secular knowledge are just not that kind of a person. For such a person, if they go through school and they learn Torah and they're taught how to do mitzvahs, which I cannot emphasize enough, you have to pra practically learn how to be a Jew actionably, and they don't learn that much, as long as they come away with the goals that the schools have set for themselves, which is to make good Yidin, it's a success. I would agree that there's a bit of a difference between boys and girls in this area because men have a halachic obligation, have a biblical obligation of Talmud Teira to learn Teira and girls do not, which means for a man learning Teira is not a means to an end, it's an end. So a man has to leave yeshiva with a mindset that no matter what he's doing and no matter how old he is, no matter how busy he is, he has to be Kivei Itim he has to learn Teira every day, it's a chiyuf. And if you would ask the Rebbe, he would say, Echitas and Rambam are not enough. You have to have a shir in Gemara, a shir in Chassidus in addition. But for such children and such people, the emphasis in academics is not that important. But when you have children, boys or girls, who are very curious, and they're very informed, you need to provide for them at least as much Torah scholastics as Lahavdal the other whether they're getting it in school, or they're getting it from Google, or they're getting it whatever other way. One of the tragedies that I observe is when you find Chassidish kids who get more excitement out of acquiring secular knowledge than Teda knowledge, and it's not because Teda knowledge doesn't have any meaning to them, it's because we've not found a way to stimulate them in Teda. They don't see the academic robustness, they don't see the sophistication and the nuance and the depth that there is in Torah. And when it comes to these children, the need to teach them and the need for them to learn and to develop their minds in Torah is very, very important because Torah is Kedusha. And like it says in Tanya, as much as we don't understand it, it's spending your days and nights studying mathematics and physics and chemistry takes your brain to a place where it's not sensitive to spirituality. And it's an observable fact. And the more you engage in these kinds of areas of knowledge, the less sensitive you become to Ruchnias. The only way to balance that out is to learn Torah in at least equal a proportion and with at least a equal of a quality of an Echus that the mind is being stimulated in learning Torah, Gemara, Halacha, and Chassidus so that the spirituality of the Neshama as it relates to the mind, which is such a critical part of people in general and such people in particular, isn't diluted, isn't watered down, isn't lost. Too many of our children grow up with the attitude that Chochmas Chitzenius is somehow exciting and Tate is unexciting, and it's not because Tate is unexciting, it's because it wasn't presented correctly. And again, I emphasize that there's no difference between boys and girls. So, either the answer is that both for boys and for girls, learning is very important, or for boys and for girls, learning has a place, but it's not important. But that there is this difference between boys and girls, because boys have an obligation to learn. But it's never learning by itself. And I want to say one other thing. You need to understand, I'm sitting in my room with a paper of questions written anonymously. I, I, I don't know who wrote this question, and I don't know the spirit of this question. I'll read the question one more time. The Rebbe said that the purpose of girls' education is not academics, but rather the goal is to teach girls 
to become the foundation of the Jewish home. What is the Rebbe's directive for the goal of boys' education? What does the Rebbe want boys to become today? Now, I can read those words in so many ways. I can read those words as the person writing this question is disappointment, is disappointed with boys' education, or <laughs> perhaps he's disappointed with boys. He married a daughter to a bocher and he, sh he finds she finds him or he finds him not adequate. There could be a negative tone to this question. There could be a genuine curiosity as to what's the difference between what boys are supposed to come out of yeshiva from and girls are supposed to come out of yeshiva from. And there could also be wrong assumptions, um, assumptions that are not necessarily accurate. So it's very difficult for me to answer such a question with the information that I have. So I'll say one more thing. A woman is a keres abayis, and a man is the king of his home. He's the leader of the home. He needs to set the tone. A man needs to take responsibility for his family, financially, in terms of safety, and in terms of Yiddishkeit. Uh, a man's relationship with home is he needs to create the tone of Yiddish Shamayim, of Hasidus, and of Chinuch. Now, of course, no, he cannot do it by himself. It's impossible for a man to do it by himself. He can't do it without the help of his wife. And, uh, but if we are going to define boys' roles and girls' roles, male roles and female roles, strictly, in other words, if we're going to say that a woman draws a kelesabai, she's the foundation of the home, meaning to say that whatever the home is supposed to be, she makes happen, his role is to create the initiative. His role is to create the direction. He, he, he's responsible that in this home, mitzvahs are important, Shabbos is important, Kiddush is important, Shul is important, Kriyasatayr is important, Mavesedri is important, Zman Krishmi is important, Tznias is important. He needs to create a vision for the home and he needs to present it to his wife and to his family in a way that they're able to receive it and be able to grow from it. So perhaps this is the spirit of the question and if this is the spirit of the question, this is the answer. A woman is the foundation of the home. Her faith and her dedication to God, not to her husband, creates the next generation of Jews. He needs to fine-tune that by providing specific attitudes about every aspect of Jewish life. Now that, in today's world, what I just said in today's world may sound rather controversial because we, we're very confused about the difference in gender roles because of Lahav, the, the, the secular world. But I think this is the traditional role, the traditional answer to that question. The woman is the foundation of the home. The home is hers, but he has to lead it. And it's very, very important that he does his job. Just like it's very important for her to do her job, it's very important for him to do his. Not by being angry and by being dogmatic and by being stubborn, but by leading and teaching. Leading and teaching the home about how the home should look and how the home should grow and how the, grow and how the home should grow. How the home should deal with problems as they arise, both physically and spiritually. And uh, to constantly be attentive to what's happening and to constantly provide fine-tuning of the direction of the home. I will say this in conclusion, okay, and for this I may get even to more trouble than for what I said before, and that is ideally, optimally, there is a, there are, you know, men and women have traditional roles for all kinds of reasons, including the fact that not all people are created equal. Not in every home are these roles filled precisely by a man and by a woman, black and white. They're very often 
women who do many of the things that a man is supposed to do. And there are instances in which a man is doing those things that a woman needs to do. So, let's say, if the opposite of Akedes Habayis is Neir Habayis, let's just use that form, right? If the opposite of the foundation of the home is the light of the, the spearhead of the home, and we'll apply those criteria to a woman and to a man respectively. And that the girls go to school to learn this, boys go to school to learn this. And of course, you can question, okay, leave that alone. The bottom line is the home has to work. And if one or other of the parents is unable to fill their quote-unquote traditional role, it becomes the other person's responsibility. It's not like, well, this is not my job, I don't do it. So there may be a basic understanding or a basic approach to what is a man's role and what's a woman's role. But in the reality, the thing that really matters is that the home functions. Um, and if a woman sees that, she, that, some, that things that really are a husband's job in terms of taking kids to shul and things like this, she has to step in and make them happen. Um, if a man sees that things that should be a responsibility of women are not being managed correctly, he has to make sure that they happen. And make them happen maybe they have to do them himself rather than lecture his wife, which is, of course, incredibly helpful. So there, there, there are definitions of the man's role and the woman's role, and the, in the most uh, basic sense, we call it mashpia makabel, and uh, which is how I am speaking to this question. But the important thing is that the home should function. We get married with all kinds of expectations. The expectations we have when we get married usually are not met, and the expectations that our spouse has are also not met. We get married, we embrace the life God gave us, and we make it work. And whatever we need to do in our home, we do. And uh, the specific roles of men and women have to do with the personalities and natures of men and women. But in the end, the important thing is that we raise a daily shalom that we succeed in our homes and with our families and with our children and with our shalom bias, whatever we need to do. Mm -hmm.